5: Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember, in unusual times, it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, because everybody needs Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience.
3: Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with
1: my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I'm alone in my house and I'm ready to booby trap this whole bitch up. (laughs) (laughs) See, I
3: thought you were going to say you were ready to eat like 60 pounds of ice cream with marshmallows on top.
1: As if that sounds appetizing to anybody. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, if you have marshmallows on ice cream, the marshmallows are going to get cold and they're going to be hard and crunchy. And they were the monster ones.
3: They weren't even, like, baby ones, like the minis that you put in hot cocoa. No. Full-size marshmallows on my ice cream.
1: Yeah, it's not (sighs) happening.
3: Now, here's the thing, Sarah. We couldn't do this alone. And let me tell you why. Because if you're a fan of community building, a certain guest came on and was like, why am I not invited to home alone? What is happening? And so then literally ten minutes after that happened, I slid into his DMs and I said, We're doing home alone. Get yeah. in, loser. We're good we're doing home alone. <laughs> and that loser is Chappelle. Hi, Chappelle. Hi.
1: <laughs> Hi. Now I will say Home Alone was not projected in our schedule until at least twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um but Chappelle was like early fuck that. Like you're doing it right
2: now. Yeah. I mean, so, you were talking we're about in the future. Yeah. Yeah. We could be in the future. You were talking about like Christmas movies or holiday yeah. movies from the nineties. And I was just like, but the best one, you just like are completely overlooking home. Alone. I was like, is there a reason why did we do something to you? Do we not deserve this kind of content? It's so, always been on the list of like Christmas movies we can do, but because mm. we only do two
3: for the month of December, it's like choosing two of all of the amazing 90s Christmas movies is very difficult.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. Because you have, what, Home Alone is an iconic one from the 90s. What else do you have on the list? We're doing the Santa Claus,
3: which Mm -hmm. is also iconic from the 90s. Um, I'm trying to remember our list there Because we have a full list of them I don't remember Well,
1: as a reminder, last year we did Jingle All the Way Yep Which was fun And we also did um, Rugrats Hanukkah Yeah, and we did the Hey Arnold Christmas episode Hey Arnold Christmas Which is not It is like an iconic episode However, it did not make the most iconic podcast Hmm. No Because it's serious Yeah,
3: I think you're right. I think the move is to go more of the funny stuff for the holidays because we don't want to be
1: light. (laughs) Well, we don't want to cry on Christmas. We want to. We either want to be ho ho hos or Mm -hmm. we want to be holly jolly.
2: And I'm definitely a ho ho ho. So I I get it.
1: I get it. Ideally, we want to be ho ho hos on Christmas. And, but and- yeah, no, there's plenty, plenty of, um, plenty of holiday movies. There's a Aww. plethora in the 90s. Um, but of course, Home Alone, uh, is an iconic Christmas movie, um, made in 1990. And gee golly, did we get, Probably our most feedback ever about Home Alone. So, Jessica, we were truly sleeping on this podcast. And I'm a little embarrassed. I mean, be. the thing is, is
3: we were also the one that we ended up taking out of our rotation for Home Alone mm-hmm. is also a really iconic one. And I think it's not so much. The iconicness of that film, as it is the star of that film, being mm-hmm, right Nine. Right well, we we're
1: considering what it was it? I'll be home for Christmas with John and right, Taylor Thomas. All of the tea everywhere. Oh, yes, sorry. it was
3: JTT. It was JTT. Um, so that would have been good, but this is going to be better. This I, you know, what the thing is is that even though we may not have originally planned to podcast about this movie, I always watch this movie every Christmas. Like this is in my rotation. Of movies that I will definitely watch every holiday season. What about you, Chappelle? Why? What was the reason you called us out live on a podcast about this?
2: film? <laughs> you make it sound <laughs> so bad when you're like live on a podcast. Like okay, live on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like okay. Coincidentally, we were recording live at the time. That's cool, and there were people <laughs> listening. Coincidentally, right? There yeah. Was witnesses. There were witnesses, but you know, it was one of those things where when you talk about Christmas movies from the '90s, this is the first movie that pops up in my head. Second being mm. Batman Returns. They're my top two uh christmas movies of all time so i just felt like sarah's face <laughs> <laughs> Batman Returns. i'm and I sorry have to watch
1: batman next year i'm literally going to drown myself i
2: will be back for the batman returns podcast next oh, christmas no. thank you for the invitation is that the one with the penguin of course it is that's why i've christmas. seen
1: that one that's yes. like a tim
3: burtony one mm-hmm. i'll do
1: it if drew comes on Ooh.
3: with us yes.
2: i would love
3: that so much i have so many questions for
2: him that yes. need to be recorded for posterity. <laughs> You're like, I have questions okay. that may or may not have to do with the movie. <laughs>
1: Probably did not have anything to do with Batman.
2: <laughs> exactly. I mean,
3: there's a non-zero chance they don't have to do with Batman.
2: <laughs> yes. No, that, yeah. that's the second best Christmas movie of all time next to Home Alone. So, like, for me, it was like, well, y'all yeah, have done the, the good animated ones. I remember the uh, Hey Arnold one as well. And you know that Hey Arnold episode, like, the only thing I really remember is, like, the Dino Spumoni boots. You know, that's kind of like, yes. Yes. Yeah. so,
1: like, Okay, when Dino I was, Spumoni Like when I think of that episode, it's like, you know, fifty percent the spumoni snow boots and like then the fifty percent like tear jerker.
2: Exactly. But like
1: I mean like yeah. we needed to get those snow boots. You it have was to talk everything about the back
2: boots. in the day. Right. It was I the, needed move. the boots. Yeah. Helga's yeah. dance in the snow When she gets the boots It's just, yes. mm, it's just perfect It's iconic, you know? see?
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's how we felt about it too it but about it.
2: Exactly, but Home Alone it's, it's a is good better one. Home Alone is better And I'm excited We're talking about it Yes,
3: we're here talking Home Alone Like Sarah were saying, 1990 Obviously the biggest star is Macaulay Culkin You know, in this film like Not the biggest star, but Okay, okay. he's the most iconic part of the film Obviously um. like Joe Pesci Is like <laughs> More famous but.
1: Catherine O'Hara like hello date Kevin Yes, yeah, uh,
2: yeah she, the she, she has completely lost her role as as Kevin McAllister's mom in my head and now she is Moira and she will never be I, yeah, anything agree. else like I just yes. I yep. want her to go back and refilm this with her lines as Moira though like oh, oh. Kevin like we la- he left him at home John like I, I, that's what I need like, <laughs> I have to sell my soul to the devil I will like that's what I want I need Moira as Kevin McAllister's mom oh ASAP. man that is oh definitely God. what this movie is missing to be honest with you
1: <laughs> I can't unsee it stop laughing Jess <laughs> I can't. it's so
3: ridiculous but it'd be so funny just imagine her dealing with Buzz oh I hate him I kept I was saying to him a spider Nate, like, what, what, what is the what is the like quote for you that like reminds you most of home alone like what what is the quote from home alone that you Oh, I thought
1: we were talking about quotes from you the show you. <laughs> I was like I don't yes, know. Fuck home alone. Let's talk you. you. I was like I don't know like his monologues like <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> um I, what is I mean, I don't think it's a quote necessarily. I just think it's the Like slapping in the face and the screaming. I mean, yeah, Yeah, that's the visual. That's the visual.
2: Yeah. My quote,
1: and I was saying this
3: to to Will earlier, and it makes me a terrible person, but I'm going to say it for everyone to hear it. One of my favorite quotes from Home Alone is when Kevin is going through Buzz's room and he gets to the picture of Buzz's girlfriend. And he goes, Buzz, your girlfriend. Wolf. (laughs) Wolf. And it's it's so good. <laughs> such a burn. It's so savage. I love it.
2: Yeah, what that's 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 a good moment. I think the most iconic line is like, "What I made my family disappear." Right? Like that's the thing. Yeah. That like that's like the tagline of the movie. But for me, it's "Keep the change, you filthy animals." Like that yeah. is my. Yeah. That's yeah. my jam. Merry <laughs> Christmas
3: and a happy <laughs> Happy New Year. New Year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, is it this movie or is it the second one where it's just like you were sleeping with everybody? You was you were with the milkman and um uh, and Johnny with the bum leg or is that the second oh, one? Oh, I
3: think that's in the second one. Oh, this it's one so is good.
2: It's the yeah. sequel to the made up movie that they're watching in this one, and I love every second of it. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's it's so good. Like this this movie, I mean, there's there's so many things, but I want to start off with some questions that I have because. Okay. Walking out of this movie, I was like, "Okay, who do we like more? Like, who is who is the funnier of Marv and Harry between the the Wet Bandits? Who do you prefer to watch? Which ones? Which ones? Which? Um, Harry is Joe Pesci. Which mm. one's Joe Pesci?
5: The short, I need Bob.
3: <laughs> I need <laughs> curly guy, gold tooth, gold tooth, gold yeah. Harry. Marv is tall, curly.
2: Yeah, um." When Marv tells him Santa Claus doesn't come to the funeral home, I love that line <laughs> because he's like <laughs> he's trying to encourage him not to get hit by cars, but it's like it's yeah. you're also robbing people's houses yeah. and it's just like like hey kid, keep you know, be careful Santa doesn't go to funeral homes. Yeah. I always I, I was saying that for a number of years to people. <laughs> so, I, I get think
1: it. I prefer my wet bandit to um be more wet and less bandit. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to say I'm a Marv.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, I think that, like, Harry is more memorable. I just think, like, his voice, like, Joe Pesci's voice and, like, the gold tooth, and he seems the more sinister of the two, but I do love the scene where Kevin puts the tarantula on Marv. His scream is some of the best scream Mm -hmm. acting I've ever heard in my entire life.
2: I was going to do it, but I refuse. (laughs) (laughs) It's like I could probably mimic it, but it is bad. Yeah, so it's just, no. and it's
3: it's many times. It's not even just one scream. Like it goes on and on. Like it it has body. You know,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So
3: it's, so, it's a full bodied scream. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um. So that was what I was thinking, and then the other one I was thinking is which which is your favorite of the like pranky things that Kevin does, and which do you think is the most dangerous?
5: <laughs> mm. Oh. Hmm.
3: So we can we'll run through the list, right? So he that puts ice on the nail. stairs. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. puts a nail. Like a Marv gets a nail through his foot. Oh, he, he heats up the door handle so it burns Harry's hand. The blowtorch on Harry's head. Mm-hmm. Um, the BB gun through the dog door. The frying. Or, uh, frying the iron hits mm-hmm. him in the face. Uh, paint cans in the face, toy cars on the ground, a tripwire, the tarantula. Uh, there's probably ones I'm forgetting, but the, those are the, the main. Orna-
2: the ornaments by the window. The ornaments yeah. by yeah. the window. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: the chicken, the chicken, the feathers. Yes. Oh, tart and
3: feathered. Yeah, he did get yeah. tart and feathered. Yep.
2: Um oh, wow. That, that long ass nail, though. Has Isn't it, it insane,
1: it for me. though? Uh, the nail, so I couldn't. I, I can't watch the nail. The nail I cover my literally I cover my eyes with my hands so like gross. a three-year-old child. Yeah. Um I really like tarantulas. I don't Ooh. know why everyone's so afraid of them. They don't bite. Um so I like the tarantula. Uh I think that the worst and the potentially the most dangerous for me is the fire and the burning of the yeah. head. Yeah. Mm. The, that like blowtorch is... seems the most destructive. <laughs>
2: And it was a large blowtorch. But, but when did when did tarantulas stop biting? I think they that, bite. Isn't I, I thought tarantulas don't bite. This is a I, myth. I don't. I think tarantulas bite. I've, I've, maybe I've just been Someone terrified Google of them this. because of this movie. But I'm pretty sure that's a that's an animal that can hurt you. I, thought it I don't think they can. I don't, I don't think you name animals that can't hurt you you know like it just like it's just a spider but because it can hurt you it's a tarantula you know like i'm pretty sure that's so not accurate right
3: now sarah can they bite did you google it uh you're on googling duty
5: yeah
1: Yeah. uh i mean it says that tarantulas prefer not to bite because they're shy and would rather run away like (laughs) me too i'd prefer not to punch you in the face but i will if i have to tarantulas they rarely bite tarantulas are quite docile and they rarely bite people that's why people keep them as pets but the word
2: rare does not mean that they do not bite like i'm trying to figure out if i get bit by like what what is my chances of getting like, attacked by a tarantula okay.
1: what to do if your tarantula does bite you <laughs> put your tarantula somewhere safe that's number one <laughs> what is, don't What's throw your tarantula Wash the bite wound, apply topical medicine in a bandage. I mean, the I venom is going to cause some already? pain and swelling, but venom? it's
2: temporary.
1: Wait. Yeah, all <laughs> spiders have Chappelle. venom.
2: Wait, even venom? spiders that don't bite have venom? Yeah. So, why
1: oh my god uh, because it's their way to protect it's what, the what? safest of the <laughs> spiders Sarah that. says
3: all of this with such nonchalance of like yeah I like, like tarantulas. tarantulas are dope it's fine <laughs> they're pretty
1: they cute they're fuzzy <laughs>
3: is like, the most bitchin' spider around.
2: Sarah's like, they don't bite unless they do, in which case they have venom. It's like, wait, I'm what remind
3: <laughs> you that Sarah's afraid of mice.
1: I'm very deathly afraid of mice,
2: you know and what, yet the tarantula
3: that has literal venom in it
1: is now right? is okay. It's fine. Don't well,
3: worry. Well, it won't I bite
2: know. you mostly. It's, it's shy. Mostly, I prefer yeah. not to. I right,
3: prefer not to.
2: Yeah, let's not spread misinformation and have people ate by their tarantulas.
3: <laughs> anyway, moving on from tarantula time, um, I agree. I the think TT. the blowtorch is the most like damaging, like the most potential for causing like a fire and all this other stuff, and burning the eyes' literal face off. If this is an R rated movie, his whole face melts. Oh, yeah, it's Ooh.
2: gone. <laughs> it's gone. like a
3: candle. But- um, Y'all, yeah. that
2: nail though—that nail was oh, long I'll enough go. to go through his shin. Like, it could have oh. gone through the foot all the way up. Did and I? That's,
3: what? Does anybody? Me, how does he affix it to the ground?
1: I think he like stuck you it on from under. There? You go from under, Jess. What's, they were. What's grosser to watch?
3: One man nail. stepping on one long nail. No. Ah. <laughs> the nail. <laughs> it's or, it's or always the, the nail.
1: Or one man <laughs> stepping on like twenty. <laughs>
3: it's push push
2: like, no, it's the one nail.
1: Twenty what? push pins like stacks. No, it's the really one nail. Really not twenty tags. Mm-hmm. It's the long. It's the. We need to
2: put a poll long. out about
1: this
3: because I gotta just
2: need to stop talking about the nail. <laughs> like I am losing it. <laughs> like I'm so glad this is on video because I'm like I mean, visibly <laughs> upset.
1: <laughs> Freaking! I hope that they give tetanus shots in jail because Mark is gonna <laughs> need that tetanus shot real bad. Yeah. Oh,
3: my gosh. I can't. I can't. I, I don't know. I want to, like...
1: Okay. Stop saying no. Anyway. <laughs> <Wait, laughs> moving on. I, moving on. Okay. I, I think that we need to start from the beginning because oh, the okay. McAllisters are rich bitches. They really are. <laughs> and their house is decked. And I don't understand the family dynamic. Like, where is the family tree how many kids do the McAllisters have how many of them are cousins i honestly can't keep track and it's very confusing these people are fucking like rabbits they must each have like four kids in that house there's only like four adults
3: <laughs> there's, like, how so many, many siblings kids? does little kevin have
2: oh my gosh that's so hard two.
3: it's at least well, we two. know kieran colkin is his youngest <laughs> <Or> no, is, <laughs> fuller is is it his brother no it's his cousin right fuller
2: yeah, fuller is his cousin but it's played by his brother right yeah, exactly. he's yeah. such
3: a little nasty fuck. He does the, the Pepsi eyebrows. He's like, Fuller, stop eating, stop drinking Pepsi. And he yes. just gives him the
1: eyebrows. So Buzz so, is his brother, and then like that yeah. one girl. And then are the rest cousins? I don't know. No, their house is
3: so big, though, Sarah. Like, it has to be more than just the three kids.
1: It doesn't matter. Like, don't you think that, like, millionaires buy whatever size the house they want, even if you can't mm. fill the... Like, I mean, they don't have enough bedrooms. Poor Kevin has to sleep in the freaking attic. With
2: Fuller. With <laughs> <Good> Fuller. it's <laughs> um, going with the bed.
1: So, so, and it's so chaotic in this house, and it makes me remember, like... I just spent Thanksgiving with just Drew, and I was like a little. I was sad because I was like, oh, like it's a little lonely. It's a little depressing. But this movie makes me remember like I'm thankful that I have like literally no family because this is my personal hell. Having like 30 people in my house like raging all over the
2: place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is too much. Also, I found the family tree. Are you ready to hear oh, about it? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So, Peter and Kate, that's uh, Moira and uh, Peter. <laughs> They're the parents. Perfect. And Got they it. have five kids. So, they have Buzz, that's... Megan, Lenny, who's the one who says, like, uh, you're gonna sleep with Fuller and he's gonna pee in the bed. Uh, Jeff is the redhead, well, the other redhead, and then Kevin. So, that's the five. And then they had his brother Rob and his wife Georgette were there with their four kids, who is Heather and like three other kids. And then you have the third sibling, Frank, and his wife, Leslie, and then their five kids, Tracy, Rod, Sandra, Brooke, and Fuller. And so that's how you end up with 52 people in the house.
3: (laughs) No family has less than four children.
2: Exactly. And they need their ass whooped for that.
3: They really (laughs) do be fucking like rabbits up in this house.
2: (laughs) That's fucked up. Yeah. That's so many kids and
3: so little adults. Six adults with...
2: Thirteen kids and you wonder why they keep losing them That's <gasps> fair. Like, That's fair. yeah. I mean, looking back at this movie, I have a completely different opinion of it than I had when I was younger. When I was watching it as a child, I thought, oh, my God, his family sucked. I'm so glad Kevin gets the house to himself. This is why I turned out the way I am. I'm like, this would be so much fun. Live your life, Kevin. You don't need these people. Let them go to Paris. What do you need Paris for? You have a home to yourself. You can take care of yourself. You can do your own laundry. Now watching it back, I'm like, Kevin, you suck. And I'm glad that they left you because you are a badass. You need your ass whooped. Why too. does
1: Kevin suck?
2: The way he talked to his parents, he's like he tells them to like
1: shut up and stuff.
2: He called his mama a dummy. He's like she's he like uh, go upstairs. We're already upstairs, dummy. I was like Kevin, like
3: I thought if I was him, I would straight up kick Buzz in the nuts. Buzz yeah. is
1: the literal worst. He's
2: everybody's
1: the worst. Everyone's the a uncle demon. is his the p- actual worst. The family. <laughs> the is
2: family is so the worst.
1: <laughs> awful to poor kevin yeah they are they're so mean they're all bullies they call him like all these names and i felt like really bad for little kevin mm-hmm. i think i'm on kid chapelle's side i've
2: changed i've changed i look back You're at
1: changed, it changed
2: man yeah because i was watching it like i said from kid chapelle was like yep that's it adults be so tripping so is it just
3: the way kevin like speaks to his family or like is it when he's home alone do you hate him too
2: no, no, when he's home alone that's my bag. Like that's where okay. I'm like rooting for Kevin, but like Because
1: he does do some stuff that's kind of questionable. You don't mm-hmm. like-, like that he
2: disrespects his mother. It's just the way he talks in general. Like, as a child, I would have never gotten away with that. But, like, I, I think it's because, like, when I was younger, I always thought, oh, they're mistreating him. And then they forgot him. They're so neglectful. Like, it was the parents were the bad guys when I was younger. But yeah. now looking at it, I'm like, there's fault to be pointed at everybody because they all are horrible people. And they're in different ways, right? Like they, like like you said, the uncle sucks. The brother sucks. um, even the mom, some, some of the ways that she talks to Kevin, you're like, That's, you're his mom. What are you doing? And so, yeah, for me, it was like, it just kind of made me look at it through a different lens now that I'm the adult in the picture, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: I guess it's like, I still hate so many of the characters that like Kevin gets a pass. I guess Mm -hmm. because like the other thing is I'm like when they're boarding the plane they don't notice that they have an extra ticket in their hands like I can't help but like notice these small things of like okay but like what about this how did you not notice at this point that you're missing a kid you know like Mm -hmm. i know and also how do you get through i know there was this is pre-9-11 so airport security is very different but you left your house 40 minutes before your flight you live in chicago so you're going to o'hare and you made your flight congratulations you got some fucking luck today man (laughs) yeah i mean they got the tsa (laughs)
1: pre-approval for sure must have it
3: (laughs) For yeah. all of the kids
1: and, too, very
3: impressive, very.
1: Expensive. For all the kids, yeah, and the fact that they're like, okay, we the parents are going to go to first class, yeah. and you guys kick it and coach. Like, yeah. oh man, like they're just
2: living the high life again. Yeah. That, that too, was- that couldn't be allowed, Chappelle. I mean, like, like I said, back in the day, I thought like, oh, look at them, they suck. Why would they get in first class and all their like fifty-two kids are in the back? But <laughs> now, as an adult, I'm like. Fuck them kids. Them you know, back. like... <laughs> yeah, It's,
1: like, so much back. pressure on, like, that one girl who had to, like... The teenage girl. The teenage girl that had yeah, to, like, do the head count. And, like, then she was, of course, babysitting, like, all the kids in the back. Like, is she getting paid for this? Like, mm-hmm. does she no, get, like, an extra spending labor. money in Paris? It's free labor for the parents. Just because you're teenager? That's that's just a
3: teenager? That's not fair.
1: Yeah, that's not yes. fair. And- Mark... Oh Callaghan, by the way, says the true villain of Home Alone is I think Uncle Fred. He sucks. He He does suck.
2: He does suck. He's
1: mean. Yeah. Yes. And he sucks. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, are we at the point where like maybe we are pro wet bandits because it's like (laughs) we want them. No, because they are dumb too.
3: Because they are dumb too. Because Will, we're watching the movie, and Will is like my husband is like, oh well, you know they could just look down and see it. And I'm like, well, the whole point is that they're stupid. They can't Mm -hmm. outsmart this little kid. Like he's smart, but they're also really dumb. The thing is I need to poke a hole in this. And I, we only, after having a discussion with Will about this is the first time I ever thought about it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very smart of Harry to like dress as a cop and find out when all these families are going to be on vacation.
5: Yeah. But
3: once they get back and all their shit's gone, they're going to be like, oh, but that cop said they were going to be looking over my house. They're going to talk to the cops, and then they're going to find out that this guy's not a cop, and he's impersonating a cop, and they're going to have a detailed description of what he looks like. He's going to be long gone well, by yeah. then.
2: Yeah, like, that's the thing. Doesn't he's he just patrol the
3: same neighborhoods?
2: I mean, once you hit, like, if everybody leaves, the McAllister's are loaded. So once you get that house, you just go. You know, you don't that's stick fair. around to be like, oh, I guess I'll get the next house. Like, there's enough and, at, at, yeah, at yeah, Kevin's the house. And
1: yeah. The McAllisters are also hoarders. Like, do you see how much <laughs> shit they have? Like in their bedroom, yeah, a in lot. their basement. This bitch has two sewing machines. Why do you need two sewing machines? She has <laughs> her own wrapping paper table in her bedroom. Like, excuse me, she has to wrap a lot of gifts. She I gives out wrap... gifts constantly. I give. I wrap gifts on my floor. I don't have a wrapping table. Um, t- wrapping paper
2: table. <laughs> wrapping paper table. <laughs> wrapping table yeah, paper. Wrap yeah, yeah,
1: that's my wrapping. Yeah. It's basically on the floor. There's no table to be seen.
2: Yeah. It's 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 one of those things where you kind of look at the family and think, do y'all all live here? Because there's no reason why you should have all of this exactly. stuff and all these rooms yeah. and all this. But then you think about it again and you say, well, there's seven of them in one house. That's why they have so much crap. There's five kids and two parents. Like, they have stuff for days. She's been wrapping paper her entire life. And she will never be done. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, she can't leave her wrapping until, like, the <laughs> night before. She really has to start working on it in September. <laughs> it's also... Just not even buying, just wrapping. Exactly. It's also ridiculous. It's just she, it's so much she's money. Like Santa Claus. As soon as Christmas is over, she's already starting to <laughs> the buy thing is, for the <laughs> next year. They have all
3: this money, and they can't even buy more than one cheese pizza. That's nah. my
2: concern. Well, I think... They had, what, 15 pizzas? They just got one cheese. I mean... Cheeses, cheese you. If you're your getting pizza. 15 pizzas, you are getting
1: mm-hmm. at least three cheeses. At
3: mm-hmm. least,
1: I mean, not if you're like savage. So we have some questions about the pizza as well. Oh, amazing! <laughs> uh, Giovanni wants to know he. Giovanni had multiple questions o- about the pizza. Obviously, the pizza was like a defining moment for Giovanni. <laughs> Number one, Jess, our inflation calculator, how much would oh. pizza from Little Nero's cost in 2021? Now, the cost of all those pizzas was $122.50, not including tip. Now, Jessica, how 122.50? much is that? $122.50? Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Plus tip. We don't know how much they tip. We don't know if they're ballers with tipping. We what? do What? They know. better be.
2: As much money they as they
1: have, be. yeah, it is worth two
3: hundred and fifty-nine dollars and twenty-four cents. That's tonight. a lot of
1: pizza, mm. but it's freaking so many people you're feeding.
2: It's yeah,
1: pizza.
3: $2.50 um, $2. $2. for,
2: what, 25 people? That's not a lot of money. Like, not not mm-hmm. for that many people. And, and then they're hungry-ass
3: kids. And you're going to wake up the next morning and get
1: some morning cold pizza before you're out the yeah. door to the airport. I just want them to get, like, salad in addition. Like, we need, like, a mozzarella stick, a cheese stick. That's fair.
3: They also cheese didn't do any kind of bargains where you get
1: the soda with it. I feel like that yeah. would have
3: been mm. smart. You know? Yeah.
2: Cheese pizza is basically uh, a cheese stick anyway. Like, let's just get down to brass tacks. True. Oh All of this is cheesy bread. True. Yeah, oh we don't my. need three of those. You shots, just need one.
1: Shots fired. Giovanni also wants to know, why does Kevin hate toppings on his pizza? Because he's a yeah. child. <laughs>
2: um,
1: what? I mean, what okay. is everybody's pizza
2: order? People who like cheese pizza might be children. Jess said it first, and I agree. If you don't like toppings on your pizza, you are childish. Jess said it.
3: <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Uh-huh. Um, for me, it depends on what mood I'm in. My top three, I would say, would be a white broccoli pizza. I love a white broccoli pizza. Oh a pepperoni God. pizza mm-hmm. and a deluxe pizza.
1: Those are my top wow. three. Okay. Uh, uh Chappelle, what kind of pizza do
2: you like? I'm a pepperoni guy. So you yeah. can put pepperoni on it and I will eat it. Yeah. Matter of fact, it could have whatever other toppings on it. As long as pepperoni is there, wow. I will eat the pizza. All this is right. A bold statement. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's our pizza segment. I'm
2: Sarah, what's your pizza order?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like cheese
2: pizza. Oh my ah! gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: knew it. I don't want toppings. It's time. fine. We all my saw life that is coming. fine without toppings. It's fine.
2: Mm, I don't know I'm I'm happy that. without.
1: Okay. I, it sags down the pizza.
2: Mm mm. it's basically a (laughs) breadstick like stop it totally yeah it's a it's a cheese stick just call it what it is
1: yeah well i'm on kevin's side i just want the cheese pizza and if everybody knows that he just likes cheese pizza then just save the kid a slice there's There's a a time time and place for
3: cheese i will give you that sarah there is a time and a place for a cheese pizza it's solid it's reliable reliable you you know Tauruses huh. love cheese
2: pizza. Obviously. <laughs> another one of yes. their flaws. Yeah, another one of
3: <laughs>
2: <is> the
3: Tauruses <tourist's laughs> flaws. Oh, no, boy. shots fired at all our Tauruses.
2: Just the ones who uh, like cheese pizza. Okay.
1: Well, I'm glad that he was able to just go and order himself a cheese pizza later in the in the movie. But he, he himself is a bad tipper. Mm. He, I think that he paid like $12 and he... Gave them like thirteen, and they're like, Keep the tip. and it's like a and it was like a dollar, like, what a cheapo that kid is. Um here's a question. If you were left at home, we see Kevin um jump on his parents' bed mm-hmm. um eat snacks, run around, look at his brother's playboys, play with firecrackers. Goes through Buzz's private stuff and then plays with Buzz's BB gun. And of course, watch movies and eat ice cream. What would be the first thing that you would do at your parents' house if you were left home alone? I would not be going through anybody's Playboys. That's the one. <laughs> no. I feel
3: like I would definitely be like eating snacks that I wasn't allowed to have, like going through my mom's secret candy stash that we all knew existed. Mm-hmm. um probably something along those lines what about you Chappelle?
2: i used to just watch tv and movies and stuff that like i knew i couldn't watch when my parents were home so yeah. like if, like like how kevin's asking about the rated r movie in the beginning this is like my time where i was like oh my parents are going bet i'm about to watch whatever trash is like that everyone is foreboding me to watch you know so that's me that's probably why i have such a Interesting opinion about television and movies now because I've been sneaking and watching adult movies and and not the nasty ones, but you know, the grown up (laughs) ones my entire life.
1: Yeah, TV's been like your babysitter since you were like three, pretty much.
2: It's Mm -hmm. sad. This is honestly like a therapy session for me a lot of times when I talk to y'all. It's
1: okay. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah, (laughs)
1: that's Um, me. I like loved, of course, the snacks. I also loved, like, my mom always kept her jewelry in like this, like, plastic sleeve on a hanger in her closet, and I would love to go into her closet and look at all, all of her jewelry and, like, just, just grab, grab stuff. Um, I, Steal from I, my I, mom. Yeah, just <laughs> took her jewelry, no big, no bag. I um, was, like, I would, like, inspect the gems, like, and she didn't have, like, super fine stuff, but, like, I always loved looking through it. But, yeah, like, there's definitely, like... Go into your parents' bedroom, look through the cabinets. Like, mm. there's definitely some of that going on. I don't understand the upside of jumping on the bed. I don't know why people and kids love jumping on I the bed. I did when so I was much. a kid. But why? Because you get to bounce because it's. Fun but it's not like a trampoline Like you don't go like it doesn't like, project Bad you higher bits did you have Did you have a box spring girl that it was Bouncy as hell
2: it's the bounciest Thing I mean, in the house aside from yes. The couch I mean like it's the bounciest or a Trampoline thing in the house. if you did have
3: one those are Death traps by the
2: way nobody get a trampoline
3: <laughs> You can't
2: get insurance.
1: I just like don't, don't know Like why people want to jump on the bed so bad
2: I used to jump off of stuff onto the phone. Because it's fun. Sarah, stop
1: being a fun hater.
2: Yeah, why do you <laughs> hate fun so much, cheese eater? Cheese peas eater? Why <laughs>
1: do
3: <laughs> you hate fun so much,
1: cheese eater? <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> I, I mean we regressed <laughs> the 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 responsible thing to do is just go and buy fabric softener responsible. maybe that's what we should all go <laughs> do when we're home alone
2: absolutely not no i was a, no. i was definitely a, a jumper in the bed like that's what i would do yeah because no. it's a good time you don't have to go outside you can watch tv it's while you do it like yeah <laughs>
3: That's me. And you can, if you like, if you maybe you're gonna get caught, all you have to do is sit down real quick and be like, "I wasn't mm-hmm. doing anything." And they don't have any proof, Sarah. They have no proof.
1: Mm, I remember pushing my sister off the bed. That was oh fun to me. God. That was a game. The true <laughs> Slytherin nature of her comes out often when
3: I'm she so says proud. things like,
1: "Why do people
3: jump on beds?" And I pushed my sister <laughs> off the
2: bed. I'm so proud, just as a Slytherin. As <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel seen, oh you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's fun Mm -hmm. damaging people emotionally and physically but jumping on the bed yourself child's play (laughs) hurt you what (laughs) happened to you i mean if you i mean we were going into the therapy session (laughs) (laughs) if you really want to go into it
3: what else are our must talk about what other feedback did we get that we can uh charge some conversation oh no Um, i have i have
2: i have a, a feedback yes so The airport scene is so jarring now, right? Like post 9-11, just seeing these people basically run onto a plane is just fascinating. It's almost hard to watch. You're like, what world is this? You know, like, I don't think I was, I I wasn't even flying before 9-11. So I've never experienced this life of just like running into an airport. Have y'all ever had that experience where y'all were late for a flight or something like that?
1: Oh, that would be like the my worst nightmare. Um, I'm like the type of person that likes to be on like the train tracks like seven minutes before the train arrives. But no, I don't think that. I mean, there's always been like the layovers. Like if you have a layover, it's like literally the most stressful thing in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And there's always some rushing through that. Thank goodness for those little like, um like, escalator, but, like, yes. a, like, horizontal that really make you feel like your speed racer.
2: Yeah, the conveyor I love belt from the Jetsons. <laughs> you know? <Yes. laughs>
1: you feel like you're, like, running
3: in a way mm. where you're, like, I'm powerful, but <laughs> you're just walking. Yeah. yeah, Really
1: um, is a confidence booster, gotta say. I mean, Chappelle, like, I think we've talked about, like, you've missed a flight before.
2: Oh, yeah, and I even, like, I when- would With layovers? With layovers, I remember I was in Germany and I was trying to get to like. I was trying to get from our terminal to the next terminal, and we're running, and we got like six minutes, and the Germans are just kind of looking at us like what's happening, and the conveyor belts are not moving, you know, so you're just like some of them will be moving, and then you get to the next one, and it's just stationary, and I'm just cursing and running of dragging my uh my suitcase. I got my backpack on, I'm checking my phone, probably tweeting. Y'all know me. And so, like, we get to the gate and they're staring at us with the angriest faces, like, like, we're not letting you in, and then we're just like yelling about it, like we had a we had a late like, layover, blah blah blah. And they're like, Okay, fine. And they let us on the like the plane at the last Ooh. second. We were going to get left in Munich um, <laughs> for no oh. reason, just because of just because of a layover. So yeah, just Air- that wow.
3: story. I'm pretty sure spiked my heart rate at least like 20 beats per minute.
1: Yeah. I but get you were probably so it's fine.
3: anxious about being late, and I've I have the biggest fear of missing a flight. I've never missed a flight in my entire life, I know, and I have I've the biggest flights. fear
2: about it. <laughs> No, I've missed a flight before, but I almost missed that one. And that one, honestly, it wasn't so stressful. In my in my crazy head, I was like, "Oh, this is so much fun!" We're running through the airport. It's like Home Alone. And then um, when you get on the plane, you, it sets in like, "Wow, I almost got stuck in Germany. That's crazy." So you know, um, I, I hate God. to yeah, I hate to spike your anxiety on that one, but it it, it happens. Ugh. It does happen.
1: Yeah, that that is so stressful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like it is pretty crazy. Like the fact that, um, Moira—that's not her name. That's not her her character name, but it's fine. Kate. She was like at the airport, like at the gate, like begging for a ticket. The fact that like she met some random polka players and was like, "I'm gonna go like drive across country." (sighs) It's so dumb of her to do that.
3: Literally, bitch. Wait five hours for another flight and take a flight you do to drive cross country she yeah, got hold her... 10
1: minutes before everybody else exactly. <laughs> like before her entire family Kate is dumb like, as fuck she, she was like how'd you get here and she was <laughs> like they were like oh I just took the flight that you didn't want to take yes
3: bitch like she's meanwhile she's giving away fucking diamonds like they're pebbles cause she doesn't yep. give a fuck she's like you want these earrings you got you want this ring too you want my watch it's not real this is oh <gasps> What if they're like fake rich,
1: right? Because she's oh. like said something about a Rolex, and then mm-hmm. she said, "If you think it's real, then and it's not real. It's a Rolex. How do you not have a real Rolex if, if, if that's the house you're living in? They're cash poor. You know, oh they God. have their they're definitely ca- they have a lot of stuff. They have a lot of material things. They have equity in their home, but they're cash poor. We're right. uh, we're getting to the seedy underbelly
3: of yeah. the Home Alone <laughs> movie.
1: Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Um, John, John wants to know which trap would Marvin Harry have died in if uh, it happened in real life? Oh, blowtorch. The blowtorch?
3: It would literally melt his face off.
1: The iron on the, f- <laughs> on the face seems oh, yeah. very dangerous as well. Or you could That's... break your back
3: slipping on ice, really. That's true. Nope. you don't get a tetanus shot, that, that nail
2: will leave you <laughs> <start your> <laughs> The nail. The nail is still the worst. I take the blowtorch before the nail. <laughs> Sorry. Or I guess oh.
5: the
1: paint can really, if it hits you hard enough, could like smush your mm-hmm. brain. Like the iron. Oh here. god, it's it's is very dangerous, isn't it? Yes. Very dangerous. All these things. Um, okay, let's talk about. Adam wants to know about the toothbrush scene. You might think that the toothbrush must have been the most expensive children's toothbrush ever. So expensive that employee Jimmy sent a cop after Kevin um, through a crowded ice cream rink because of it. All because of a toothbrush. Uh, How much is this toothbrush running for back in the day? It couldn't be more than a (laughs) dollar. It's ridiculous. But why does he need a toothbrush? He cares about his dental hygiene. He already has a toothbrush. He can't wait till his parents get home to get a new one. I bet the toothbrush got packed. This is
2: ridiculous. Well, oh, he had to ask if it was, a, what was it, American Dental Association approved? You know, so it was a very, very important concerned. toothbrush. Yeah.
1: He's so concerned about his teeth. Like, he's so responsible. Like, he's home alone, this tiny kid, and what he does is go shopping for milk, fabric softener, and wants to brush his teeth. Like, amazing, spectacular. Um, I mean, I so responsible.
2: I appreciate the store clerk who's like, Staring at him and trying to figure out this whole situation because she's just like, Something's off with you, kid. And mm-hmm. he's like, No, my, my dad's in the car. My, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm an only child. And she's like, Well, where do you live? He says, um uh, I can't tell you. You're a stranger. And I love that scene.
1: <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. That's going to tell you every other moment. detail of my life, except for the fact. <laughs> um yeah for the kids where i I love when he buys something for the kids for the kids it's also a tough life when your grocery bags break as somebody that um i use reusable bags a lot but all of the time whenever i go to trader joe's and i forget my bags they always give me paper bags and they always break so i i feel this trader joe's you gotta double bag your bags Mm -hmm. Yeah, trader joe's yeah trader (laughs) joe's they're not gonna sponsor us now and he does Mm -hmm. laundry it's crazy can you believe he does laundry
2: yeah also
1: ridiculous
2: yeah especially because he bought fabric softener to do it i don't buy fabric softener a lot now and the fact that he was like i gotta do laundry let me go buy fabric softener like i buy fabric softener when i feel like it but it's not a necessity for me you gotta Um. get the
3: wool balls that's what i Mm -hmm. have
2: yeah, you know, exactly.
3: Reusable ones. You could put mm-hmm. some s- essential oils on them. Make your Ooh. clothes smell nice. Pro tip, oh, I people. I didn't think Zesty. about that.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Cody Patterson, our friend. Um, he wants us to discuss about the size kids are allowed to be left home alone. He was a small kid when he was allowed to be left home alone. Uh, Jessica. Um Extra smalls, smalls or mediums or larges I <laughs> Are think they... you can't leave someone home until they're a medium
3: I feel like if how you're a small old, they should be And how be... old is the a medium for the uninitiated? The point is they don't have numbers So, so a, an extra small is like it can't walk A small is from like walking to like uh, To like maybe middle school or like around yes. that Medium okay. is middle school to, like, high school, and then high school and on is a large. Okay. This is um, rough ages, got I think. It.
1: So Kevin would be a small.
3: He's about a small.
5: Okay. It gets rough in the
3: small-medium zone, you know? And is he
1: too small to be left home
4: he's alone? he's eight.
1: You can't leave an eight-year-old home alone. Uh, Chappelle is a latchkey kid. You were definitely home alone at eight, weren't you?
2: Hmm, maybe Nine. Because I'm, I'm thinking probably, like, fourth grade mm-hmm. is when I started to come home from school on my own. You know, like, I would catch the right. bus, and then my mom wouldn't be there because she would be at work. Or, like, I think by fifth grade, I was walking. Like, I was like, oh, I don't need the bus. I could just walk home. Um, yeah. And, but, so, yeah, probably. So, yeah, I was probably a, a tiny bit bigger than Kevin. Uh, but, again, my family wasn't leaving the country either. You know, it's like, you're only home mm-hmm. for a couple hours, whereas he was there for what could have been days um, we how many days yeah. did pass in this movie do y'all know?
1: I think like three two three yeah or two, it two wasn't or two, it was it was like two nights maybe three they nights. got home on Christmas um yeah on Christmas Day Christmas Eve he was on his own and then I think it was like a day and they left the day I think that it was either the 22nd or the 23rd when they left that makes sense that
2: Tre Wait. That's a hell of a flight because them flights to Paris be long. You made two flights a- across international waters in the course of two, like what, three days? Apparently. Yeah. Mm-mm, I don't, I, I call shenanigans on that one. <laughs> like, um, uh, that's a tough move.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um, we also have some question about the movie. Um, Angels with Filthy Souls That's the movie that Kevin Mm -hmm. uh, Watched like three times In three days Mm -hmm. This kid loves that movie He loves that movie (laughs) If Angels with Filthy Souls um, And this is from Gaming Fanatic 911. Uh, I wonder what your game of choice is, Gaming <laughs> Fanatic 911. Um, was a full feature length film. What do you think would be in it besides what we saw? Also, what parts of this full film could fit in the Home Alone movie or what alternative line from the movie Kevin could use? So let's start with like who it. Um, also, somebody was asking about the cast like who would we cast in this movie? um Mm. lots of questions about this movie (laughs) um Hmm. so first of all um what did we miss i think we missed some like obviously an arrest at the end i think that this uh filthy soul probably got caught at the end yeah there was snakes maybe we missed some of the mystery Um. i don't know
2: I don't think he gets caught at the end because in, in home alone 2 they're watching the sequel it's angels with even filthier oh. souls and you know that's when even you... filthier souls yeah so that's honestly okay. i love home alone one but i think it just goes hand in hand with home alone 2 so well even with the with the movie watching and i think the lines from the the sequel for the angels with even filthier souls are even better than the lines from the original one like that um I mean, it is—it's is kind of messed up that he does shoot and kill that woman, like he like like Tommy guns her to death or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, but I still love it. I love it. I wish it was a full length movie. I would have it. I would have the entire thing memorized.
1: Apparently, it's kind of based off the film *Angels with Dirty Faces* with James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart. So, um, it's a 1938 American gangster film. So, Chappelle, if you want to see angels with dirty souls um why don't you check out angels with dirty faces (laughs) Because it seems like it could be quite similar
2: is there a sequel angels with even dirtier faces is that a thing Uh,
1: let's let's check it out Uh, (laughs) it doesn't seem to be so
2: okay i guess
1: yeah but uh angels with dirty faces seems like an american classic uh goodness gracious um it was nominated for three categories for the 11th academy awards oh. best actor best director and best story wow the yeah. 11th academy awards that's wild i know and they're up to how many oh, a lot 80 something i think um what else what else do the people want to know um chappelle hmm. if if You were a kid and you were stuck home alone with the wet bandits trying to break into your house. What would you do?
2: Um, I don't know. Like, uh, like it's just the thing. I was a kid after this movie. So I probably would have tried to do the things in this movie to, you know, f- and failed. You know, mm-hmm. like I've, I've seen the Kevin McAllister story and I thought, like, I could do that. This is something I could do. I could definitely rig the house. Uh, so maybe booby traps, you know, I, I don't know. I probably would just leave. Um, It would have been a thing where they came in and I went out the back door, you know. Like, why? I did, why did Kevin
1: not go to like any of his neighbors' houses? He's scared of the one guy, so we know
3: why he didn't go there.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I think he seems to that's... be friendly
3: with that other kid, though, right? The kid that they think is Kevin when they're counting—he's a, right. a neighborhood kid.
2: Yeah, Kevin doesn't seem to have any friends that he could have just, like, ran over <laughs> to their crib. And, you know, with him being terrified of that one guy, who I might say, when I was younger, I, he was much scarier. Watching it back now, I was like, Kevin, what were you afraid of? But, um, yeah. He was
1: afraid of this being, like, of the old guy salting his ground. <laughs>
2: right, like, was yeah. not... Like, what? That wasn't well, no, he's supposed scary. to be some
1: murderer. Like, it's because there's
3: rumors that he murdered his wife and everything. Mm-hmm. And the salt is, like, they're burnt up bodies
2: <laughs> just sprinkling it on the ground as you fertilizer. know that like
3: as a kid you'd believe this though that's like some suburbia you'd believe it, shit. you'd believe it enough to be scared of him because it's like a yeah. it's like a um boo radley situation it's
1: like all it, is it takes me, is a rumor it reminded me of crazy pete from now and then <gasps> right just like very just, big crazy pete vibes yeah. have you seen
3: now mm-hmm. and Then, Chappelle?
5: Mm-mm.
3: oh my god god you need to watch. well it. you should check out the movie and check out her coverage yeah I did. you know what I, sarah yeah i was just telling her about that show um sex lives of college girls that's on mm-hmm. hbo max now and then feels like if you watched if or excuse me sex lives of college girls feels like the now and then girls grown up and going to college sarah oh how fun so like that's the vibe you know all right i'll put it on the list yeah and chappelle <laughs> Um, now and Then feels like Sex, Lives, of College Girls, but when they're kids. So watch that.
2: Okay. I will say I'll put, I'll put Now and Then on my list.
3: It's really good. Not enough people talk about it. There's, and a no. very
1: stacked cast there um, okay. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple more things that I wanted to bring up that I liked from this is I enjoyed Kevin cutting out, uh, down his own Christmas tree and decorating the house um, once again very responsible he knew his mom when she eventually came home would enjoy a decorated house and and he did it he did the thing he cut down his little Christmas tree he dragged it to the living room he decorated it he put up the stockings he put out carrots and cookies for Santa and the reindeer what an icon Mm. yeah i mean okay you, <laughs> like, I thought it
2: was cute. <laughs> we're like yeah it's fine um
1: i thought it was adorable i literally i literally said out loud this is adorable i mean it's cute it's cute it's so cute um and then i actually my favorite part was not like the main like mouse trap. Booby trap situation. I really liked it, and I thought it was genius when Kevin like threw the fake party, and there's all these mannequins. Yeah, and Michael <laughs> Jordan. Isn't that on... the ba doo ba Is that
3: playing not during the, that
2: scene? Mm-mm. The ba ba doo song it? is. Oh, uh, so White Christmas is playing when he does the the face slap. Um, but the uh, song yes. the, the song he's Oosh. doing when he's dancing is the uh, the faster one. The um. I can't even think He's of the name of the around song. around the Christmas tree? rocking uh, uh, around is it? the no.
1: Christmas tree? Nope. I don't
2: think so. It's, it's one of those. Crazy. Yeah, me too. I'm pulling um, up the soundtrack right now. Well,
1: Do I it. loved that scene. I thought it was genius. And he had the the strings and he was puppeteering. And I love that scene. That's probably mm-hmm. like my favorite scene. And like had all like, I mean, I don't know why. Oh, is it
5: McCallus run Rudolph right
1: run? It
5: is. Mm-hmm. There we go.
1: Sorry, go ahead. I just don't know why the McAllisters had all these mannequins in their house. Once again, I'm concerned about a hoarding
2: situation. <laughs> um,
1: but I that scene really got me going.
2: Yeah, I mean they have right. so much stuff because they have so many children. You know, like why you have mm-hmm. so many children? I don't this know. is why. If
1: I had five kids, I wouldn't be like gotta load up on mannequins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I just mean like you know like the Michael Jordan cutout probably belongs to Buzz. Yeah, and then Mom probably has. This her, is the her two mannequin. sewing
3: machines, so she has to mm-hmm. have two mannequins. One She's for a each seamstress. Yeah, is she? Never heard anything about this. This This is her mannequins. This is her background story that was never
1: explored. Yeah, she's a seamstress. And she's jealous
3: because her husband is the breadwinner and she wants to make the money.
1: <laughs> there you go. I just don't think, like, if I was rich and had five kids, the first thing that I would go out and buy is mannequins. Kids. That wouldn't be on my shopping list. It's <laughs> for
2: her job. It's for her job. No, do Oh, my Do you want
1: to hear, like, my favorite dad joke ever yes. by Marcus Thompson? Yes. Okay. This cracked me up. I think that they messed up on Marv and Harry's aliases. They should have been called the Wet Willies because they were really bad. I love that. Thank you. Don't don't be mad to Marcus. Don't be mean to him. I thought that was a great joke. I just live here. (laughs) I was laughing out loud. I'm glad you were. I love dad jokes. I'm so happy for you.
2: I would be well, lying if I said I didn't laugh at that joke when I saw it as well. Yeah. I screamed. Okay, thank <laughs> you.
3: Thank you. Can I tell you what the police officer's name is that like is really shitty on the on the call that Kevin McAllister's oh, mom makes? This was so problematic. Yeah. yeah. So this What's guy, this first of all, this guy is um, Mr. Heckles from Friends, Larry Hankin, and his name is Officer Balzac.
5: Nah. Like
3: his. What an unfortunate name for you, buddy. (laughs) Officer Balzac.
1: (laughs) Stop stop saying it. They really don't want to do any policing in this town. They really are trying not to. They really don't. Can't you call anybody Um, else? Bitch, you're the police. You're who to call. I
2: don't have to say anything. Are you not
1: terrified of the furnace?
2: Again, it's huge when i was younger i thought kevin's concerns were valid like this furnace is going to eat him but watching it now it's like Kevin. what are you doing you're running from a furnace grow up
1: <laughs> i feel like that plot story wasn't really closed up except for the fact no. that they're like oh like kevin's a security cat he says but it later to the
3: guy he's like i'm not afraid of the furnace anymore bitch <laughs> he's really proud of it I think I okay. do
2: tie it up. I think it's the, it's Kevin's growth arc because at first he's yeah. afraid of the furnace. He's afraid of the guy. He doesn't know what to do. He's just jumping around the house, eating snacks and stuff. But then yeah. by the middle snacks. of the movie, he's taking care of himself, decorating the house, going to get laundry, you know, his laundry done. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not an afraid adult of the furnace. Now. He's a grown so up. So, was
1: it all in his mind or is this like a magical furnace? Mm. It's in his mind. It's a
2: magical
3: This thing thing is the same thing as when you're like, oh, there's monsters in my closet. And this is why. Chappelle, tell me you did this too. When you're, it's like you're going to bed mm-hmm. and you're about to get in bed, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, but I have to run and leap onto the bed because the monsters will grab my ankles Jessica, and get me under the about bed. this in the last podcast we with Chappelle. We did, and that's <laughs> the what,
2: the that's this? What, That's when Sarah told me that Jewish people don't believe in monsters. <laughs>
1: jessica you can't reuse our same I material with the same i didn't know that we had already talked about oh this i
3: thought this was just a private conversation between me and you sarah i didn't know we did Mm-mm. this on a podcast oh you
2: forgot i was there wow <laughs> i
3: forgot you was there it's the same exact person the same setup i didn't know this was the thing that you said that jews don't believe in monsters
2: <laughs> that's literally what oh, she said and, it's, and i've lost sleep over that statement i'm like i have jewish <laughs> friends i need to ask them this question Do they believe in monsters? I don't
1: believe in monsters.
3: She was like, I
2: think it's a Jewish thing. I screamed the first time you said it. (laughs) so wild.
3: Jessica. I'm still shocked because I did that. And sometimes you still get the vibe.
2: I still no. get the vibe. I, I it doesn't I'm,
3: happen because monsters are not real. But so, right. What if there's a murderer? It's worse now because m- murderers are real. And what if they're under, it's hiding hiding the under my It's
1: not the 70s anymore. We don't <laughs> open up our doors and give people sugar. Like, it's not
2: happening. Sleep so, with sh- the door. Like the front as door is, is like basically home, wide open. Door is <laughs>
3: locked. Shira, please tell me you, you lock your door when you get home. Of course, I, look,
2: my neighborhood. I lock the door before I get home, <laughs> like like preemptively locking. I get concerned
1: for people who don't lock their doors.
2: Oh please, if I ever went to sleep it's without like a door locked inside, I think
1: that you should leave your door open.
2: Mm mm. Joking. Uh, listen again, not in this neighborhood. <laughs> Is that a, a siren? Sirens <laughs> <there's laughs> the, the The most New Jersey thing that ever happened. <laughs>
3: <Like>. <laughs> Watch out for the cops!
2: <laughs> it's, it's Russian roulette and I like, whoop, oh whoop like, <laughs> oh Perfect good. timing. Uh,
1: I do want to know about the gold tooth. If you had extra money to replace teeth, uh why go with the gold tooth? Just get a porcelain veneer and call it a day. You
3: ain't
5: can afford that
1: shit you think that a gold tooth is less money than a veneer? I don't think so. It is. Well, now I need to know. There's not a diamond <laughs> in it. It is. It is. <laughs> but it's also flashy. So it's like if you're a robber, you don't want to have like a tell of like a gold tooth.
5: That's
2: true. That is true. But, you know, uh, like I said, where I come from, gold teeth are uh, popular. Veneers are not. <laughs> like people have gold teeth a lot. Um... I rarely see, well, I rarely see people admit to having, you know, if you go with the, porcel- the porcelain veneer, like you don't want people to know. Whereas that's like, if you got true. A, a gold te- tooth, you're kind of like, well, look at me. Yeah. But,
3: yeah, that's yeah. very true. I just think he Marv gold needs, tooth. or her, uh, Harry doesn't have good like fashion sense to begin with. So mm-hmm. like, I'm just saying, especially after his head gets burnt, it's like a weird cap around the middle, like a tire on his head
2: yeah the um the gold restorations tend to cost less than um than porcelain or even like the the other those pfm crowns or whatever Mm -hmm. so like it's it's the way you go if you're a crook you know you because you probably are trying to save money in ways so i'm not shocked that he had to go to
1: or maybe okay all right so it's not a fashion choice. Then I respect him.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's, I it's all about. respect him now. It's fiscally responsible to get a gold tooth. You heard it here first. You know what?
1: I'm the per- I'm the type of person that just spends money when I probably shouldn't. Maybe I should learn a thing from Harry.
2: <laughs> You're gonna get a gold tooth? Uh,
1: no, I'm going to start robbing houses <laughs> from the wet bandits. Yes. Yeah. The- yeah. What else? Chappelle, is there anything that we're missing from uh, this movie that we haven't spoken about that needs to be chatted about that made it so infamous?
2: I mean, it's just one of those things that it's cemented in my head. I think it came out around a time where we were like, the movie came out in 1990, right? And so, like yep, yep. I, gr- I grew up in a world where the movie was basically here at the same time I was. So it's kind of like every year you would watch it, and it would come on, and you watch it, and you watch it. So it's just cemented in your head. The scenes you are almost like stuff that you see, sec- like second nature. You see the scene, and you automatically yep. know it's Home Alone. There's no, there's no like, like references that you have to be expl- like have to be explained to you. It's just something that just like by, uh, I guess, osmosis. Now it just feels like we know. Yeah. So that's why it's such a good movie. I've always wondered though why he did the scream in the mirror with the aftershave. It just okay, doesn't so, make any sense to me. I always thought he was afraid of the spider.
5: <sighs>
1: <laughs> I feel as though, so he like shave. Does he shave his face?
2: Mm-mm. He has nothing to shave. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I thought I was assuming that he shaved his face with like his dad's razor and it cut and the aftershave like burned him like hydrogen we peroxide.
2: Well, the thing is, with I just don't dad. think he could shave anything. Cause there's nothing there. He would
1: shave nothing. But yeah. that's why I thought that he'd get like razor burn.
2: Or oh, something. like he was just scraping his skin off basically.
1: Exactly, <laughs> Scraping the first <laughs> layer of his skin. Okay.
3: Um, so it looks like they're saying that when he's young, when you're younger, you're you're more sensitive to it and the fact that he puts on so much aftershave like sometimes it has a little bit of a stinging so you're only supposed to do a little bit of of amount and he puts a whole lot on
2: Mm Mm-hmm. so it's supposed to just burn you in general because he has a soft face
1: stinging i guess (laughs)
2: okay why yeah, it burns yeah that's sensitive
1: skin it, because it's like a manly thing like i'm gonna i'm gonna I me, it's myself. like when we
3: used to use like um there used to be alcohol and facial remover fa- or excuse me makeup removers mm-hmm. you know and that used to burn your face my yeah. mom used that far too long i was like mom oh,
2: you're fucking on your skin man. <laughs> mm. they used to put alcohol in everything to be clear and um
1: right we've yeah. come so
2: far we really have
1: yeah yeah um how in the world does Kevin get left home, not to spoil Home Alone 2, <laughs> but how does, that, how does that happen again?
3: Because they're oh. all supposed to be going in one place and he ends up going to New York City instead. He ends yes. up like on the wrong plane.
2: Yeah. Which uh, so they had the group of kids. They did the head count, and as they're running to the terminal, because remember this is like there's no TSA, so they're running to the yeah. terminal, and they just have a random child with them. So they do the head yeah. count, and they're like, "Kevin, Kevin, okay, Kevin's there again. Yeah, yes, but the, that's the yeah, whole point. it happens should, again. Do you
1: think the parents should be taking, like
2: yes? Should, should there mm-hmm. be some responsibility? They shouldn't
1: have so many kids <laughs> and then attempt to take them on vacation. It's irresponsible. I feel like this is like middle child syndrome. Like yes. if he wasn't the middle child, mm-hmm. then well, he's not this the middle, is him.
2: Him. He's also, he's a, jerk. I, yeah, he's, he's also he, a jerk. Yeah, but he's not so Ke- Kevin sucks. But um I I I um I remember in Home Alone Two thinking, Oh my gosh, that's what I'm going to do one day. I'm going to go to New York and I'm just gonna live my childhood like my childhood life in New York like Kevin McAllister did. And when I went to New York, I did that. Except I was, uh, thirty, and so <laughs> I just <laughs> wandered the streets. I went all the places Kevin went. I basically did a home alone tour on my own because it's the only thing I knew about New York City, um, just because of that movie. But I don't know if you're if you're in a situation like Kevin where you get shipped off to the wrong city. Why do you even leave the airport? Like just yeah. you. You would think he you just bold. stay there. Yeah, he, he doesn't bold. care.
3: That's what we know. Mm-hmm. He paved the way. Yeah. 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 But- This isn't like you're right this is an iconic Christmas movie it's Like and it's one that I think Like even as an adult I really Enjoy like it like you could see Kids or adults enjoying this movie It's not just for kids which I also Really like
1: yeah I think it holds up I'm not um, The type I unlike you Where I I don't watch this movie Every year I don't think I've seen this Movie in a very very long time But I enjoyed watching it yeah when I was watching it, um, I thought it was fun. I just read like a really weird IMDb fact um, <laughs> that Macaulay Culkin's stunt double was a very short, 30 old man, and that gives me the heebie-jeebies.
2: Wow. Respectfully, respectfully. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> respect to that very short old man, but it just
1: reminds me of like <laughs> creepy stuff. <laughs>
2: So you it reminds mean t- me of creepy stuff. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that wasn't Kevin McCallister flying through that zip line in the window from oh the, from the God. house all the way to the, the treehouse? A
1: house? thirty year old man.
2: Wow, um,
1: ziplining's fun.
2: the The fact that that kid basically created ziplining like it didn't exist before Home Alone. Like, no. He made it up. He invented a, a whole sport essentially just by like trying to slide out of his window through the through the uh to the treehouse, which is again iconic. That was an amazing treehouse, and the fact that he could just so cool. Yeah, he set that yeah, up by himself. His... You know, so was very cool. <sighs> Um,
1: I like also how he cleaned up the entire house, like did a pristine job with cleaning, except like left Buzz's room. a Because Buzz sucks. <laughs> I hope that the tarantula is OK. That's all I want.
2: <laughs> I hope it's not biting someone since it has the ability. And I found that out today. You know, Oh,
3: there's venom. There's venom. <laughs> Don't forget the venom.
2: Right. But overall, I love the movie. I love it so much. I could watch it again. My um, my um, like my brother, he and I, every year we have the same argument over like what's the best Christmas movie because he's a fan of A Christmas Story. I and,
3: love that's one of my favorites.
2: And I'm a fan of Home Alone, and so every year we yeah. have the same fight because I'm always like Home Alone is a Christmas movie, and he feels like Home Alone Home Alone is a movie that is set around Christmas, but it's not a Christmas mm-hmm. movie because there's no Santa.
3: There is a Santa. Yeah. No, yeah, there is Santa. There, I
2: mean, but it's like Santa is there, but Santa is not in the plot. You it's know, it's not like, oh, it's not like all
3: about Santa. Right?
2: It's not about Christmas. Santa. It's not about yeah. It's not about the gifts. It's he could have been home alone in at Thanksgiving, and the movie would essentially be the same. But the, the, the
1: whole same. purpose is that it's th- it's Christmas, and he's alone, and it's sad. I'll tell you, this is a Christmas movie for the Jewish people because <laughs> we too are alone Christmas. on Christmas. Oh. We can relate. <laughs> So I think that this is a Christmas movie for all. A Christmas Story is nineteen eighty three. Um, we cannot cover
2: it, by the way. Good. It's it's under, Good. it's overrated. I do oh, love brother. that movie. <laughs> it's you know every year they do that that marathon or they used to do that marathon where they play a Christmas movie, a Christmas story for twenty four hours on like TNT or what used to be yeah, TBS. it's TBS. TBS, yeah. Yep. I, Every year my brother watches it like on like on a loop and it's just like it frustrates me to no end. I just it's not that good. My great. family it's usually fine.
3: has it on in the background, yeah.
2: It's the soundtrack to I Christmas. It. it really is.
3: Yeah. Oh fudge. <laughs> so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's another it's another good one, but obviously not All in the eighties, so just my favorite ho ho ho. Is no. there anything I'm right here that you want to share about this movie before?
3: um no I just I love this movie and I think the one of the best parts about it is that Home Alone 2 is like almost just as good like mm-hmm. they're both so good and that's also very rare to not not only for a sequel but for a Christmas sequel excellent Home Alone 2 is amazing as well
1: so check check 1992. out 1992 only
3: two we can years do it later.
2: We can they do it now. They couldn't wait to bang out the next one. They they made so much money probably off the first one that they were like make they probably record sure. like filmed it the day after it, it was released. Because I'm sure. They I mean they jump right on it. And it's it's like in New York, it's a big deal. I mean, there it's got like random cameos. I mean, Donald Trump is even in, in the second one, which is weird yep. considering he's the president now. It's just it's it's a good like property you know home alone one and home alone two is just they go together so well home alone three and beyond i really can't speak on
1: oh wait isn't there a brand
2: new Mm -hmm. home
1: alone movie
3: i don't
2: perceive them though like anything i'm not gonna watch it
1: released this year i have
3: loyalty to macaulay culkin
2: right
1: uh home sweet home alone who's the kid that they got
2: well you know Uh, buzz is in home sweet home alone
1: of course he
3: is. Buzz is the dad. It's Buzz, the dad. Your girlfriend. Mm. Wow.
2: Oh, and uh, he Arch- is he married? Is, is, that Ellie, Ellie Kemper? Kemper? Yes, is that the wolf? <laughs> I hope not.
1: Um. Yeah, Ellie. What are you doing, girl? It was a
2: glow up. Win <laughs> this movie.
1: Um. So. It, it's incredible and by the way one more thing apparently that picture of uh the woof worthy girlfriend <laughs> is like the art director's son dressed up as a girl stop it Which I don't know if that yeah I don't know if that's much better Aww.
2: I don't know if that's true that looked like just a-, a girl who was just making a weird face it didn't look like no I didn't
1: mean- that's what the IMDb trivia says. Um, this movie can be found on Disney Plus easily. Thank yep. you, Disney Plus. Not a sponsor, but maybe one day if we stop cursing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I
3: did also say, like, I don't give a fuck about Mickey Mouse. So I don't think that's going to oh, help yeah. our case. Yeah, we're
1: oh, We're yeah. dead to
2: them. We're, dead. we're,
1: <laughs> we're anti-Mickey. Here. Oh, well, I don't give a fuck about that mouth. <laughs> <sighs> all right all right well chappelle are you excited for christmas
2: i am um, i love the holiday season and i'm ready for it to be over uh yeah yeah like i it's like are you
1: doing hmm? oh i was just gonna i was just gonna ask if you're like are you like a cal- um an advent calendar, where every day you release a new podcast?
2: <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm very anti-calendar, as we've discussed plenty of times, the three that's of us. True, um, that's true. But no, I, I just do some podcasting in my spare time. You know, right now I'm just, uh, you know, doing the the big four, which is The Walking Dead, which just ended. Um, Never Have I Ever, which somebody present company, you know, might be guesting on very soon on Silent Podcast. Yes. Um, Still doing nothing but Netflix with Rob And we plan on talking about some holiday movies very soon Um, And then uh, Still covering Insecure on Post Show Recaps So I got a lot going on But not a podcast every day Also I did um, Isaiah 8 Ball Bangers podcast this, this week
1: I listened to it today Oh yes did you enjoy it Oh I love it. I'm so excited for that podcast. I I told Isaiah like genius idea. I am like this is ox um, ox court
2: approved. Yep,
1: ox court approved, and it's a music podcast. And I think it's something that like our hap was definitely missing. I love all genres of music, so I'm really excited to hear what Isaiah's like favorite. Um, albums of the year are
2: yes. I'm so excited it was such a good time and I'm happy that it was released mm-hmm. and we're getting such positive feedback so I'm hoping that he can yeah. keep that up but that's where you can find me these days and people follow me on Twitter and I tweet out all those links And so yeah not every day so not you can't set your clock by me or anything but every week you'll hear from me at least at least once
1: <laughs> love it Love it. We are busy, too. So, obviously, we have our weekly Dawson's Creek and Boy Meets World content. Um, We are doing um, more podcasts for the month of December, more bonus podcasts. So, in addition to Home Alone, we are also covering the Santa Claus with our friend J.D., um, who is our theme songwriter. Thank you very much. And then, in addition to that, we are ranking... Every single Friends Holiday episode and, um, you know, recapping and uh, ranking them. And then it will be already released when this podcast is released. But we, Jessica and I, watched the very first episode of the Sex and City reboot. Um, It's called And Just Like That. And we will be giving our first initial thoughts. And it's going to be releasing. It's already been released the same day as it releases the 9th. So check it out. Um, it could be a shit show. It could be great. Um, I'm thinking that it's probably going to be a little bit of both. Um, and I'm really excited about that. Aside from that, yes, I will be joining Chappelle and Sasha on a silent podcast to discuss Never Have I Ever. Very excited about that. And I will be on, um, Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. And when that comes out, whenever that will be, and we're talking, like, you know, more 90s stuff. SNCC shows are trash. We're going to be discussing some Clarissa Explains It All, some All That, and some Are You Afraid of the Dark. Three, um, extremely, like, nostalgic and amazing Nick at Night, sh- or oh, stick shows, not Nick at Night, but Saturday Nick at Nickelodeon, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You were there, I don't need to tell you. um And then you can find us at Shit Nunnies Pod on Twitter and Instagram, www.shitnunniespod.com, and myself at Sarah Ferguson. And Jessica, you you be busy too, right, girly? As always, uh, you can find me over at Posture Recaps, both on Community Building and the
3: Succession Podcast. And then, of course, here, doing all the stuff you just mentioned. And you can find me at the Jess Sterling on Twitter. I think that's everything.
1: I think that's, yeah. I think that's, that's all. That's Chappelle, until next time.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Thank you. I'm always happy to come back and talk to y'all, and so I'm waiting on my invitation to the next time.
3: Well, all you have to do is just talk about it on a podcast, and you've manifested it, and oh, then it gosh. happens.
2: Get over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank yeah, you. We all. don't need to the secret this. Mm. We'll just invite you. Yeah. Thank it exactly. doesn't have to be. We don't need like a vision board for this.
2: <laughs> gotcha.
1: Thank you all for listening.
3: Have a good one and happy holidays. Bye. Just
5: Bye. Ask. Shit Ninety show taught me.